Well, yeah, I'm all going on about bloody... I'm in exactly the same shape as I was in the first one. You think, fuck off, now you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity, or remorse, or fear. And it absolutely will not stop, ever, until you are dead. Okay, well, that means one thing. It's we're going to do the Terminator today, and ah. it was a really, really short intro. So that means I'm really not in a fucking mood, and oh. I'm not looking forward to what we're talking about. But <laughs> we oh. go. <laughs> Hello, Ben. Uh, hi. How you doing? I'm all right. Yes, the yeah. Terminator. We had to do the Terminator series. We've done the Alien vs. Predator series. We've done the Robocop trilogy. The yeah. Terminator is one of the few remaining action franchises from the 80s yet to be covered. Sorry, that originated in the 80s, should I say. Mm. So let's get on with that. But uh, Ben and I have decided to do this a, lo- a little bit different. Instead of go- starting with the Terminator and then going forward, we're going to start at Salvation and go backwards. Yes, this 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 was because of the experience of RoboCop, wasn't it? Yes, yes. It's because we had so much fun talking about RoboCop, and then it was just oh, RoboCop two, and then <laughs> RoboCop three, yeah. oh, and then <laughs> yes, so, it's got nothing so, to do with the fact that these films have anything to do with time travel. Trust me, no, if no. we do the Back to the Future trilogy, that would be in linear fashion. If yeah. you can say that about a time travel series, anyway. Yeah, yeah but actually, yeah. I don't want us to start with Terminator Four. I tell a lie. I want yeah. us to start with the potential Terminator Five. Oh, okay. So, what did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah return yeah. to form for Arnie at last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, from what you've... Uh, what do you know about it, and are you looking forward to it? Or backwards? I, I know <laughs> nothing about it. Um, the, the last time I sort of looked into the whole sort of franchise page on right. Wiki or anything like that... Um, was sort of maybe I don't know maybe a kind of year ago or yeah. or, or a little bit less and, and and there was you know there was the talk of this that you know especially with Arnold being back on mm. uh, you know on the scene and and potentially uh, you know getting in shape enough to be able to do something but I don't know what's the what's the latest well uh, the, the title that they keep bouting about is Terminator Genesis this may or may not stick apparently it's due next year. Right. So we will see, and Arnold is coming back, and yes, he will be playing a Terminator, and questions of people are always saying, um, you're like almost 70, how is that going to work? Are you going to CGI, augment yourself or what? And they're saying, well, no, they're going to write it into the script that a Terminator can also age. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the script, I think, was done by... I think Patrick Lussier was one of the guys, and he was an uh, editor for Wes Craven for a while. Right. He edited the yeah. Scream movies, but okay. then he also became a director in his own right, and he directed Dracula 2000 with Gerard Butler. Oh, oh marvellous. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so him and some other chap have uh, done the script. I think they've done a couple of scripts along the way, but this is their big one that they're doing. And the plot, apparently, is going to be very akin to Back to the Future 2 where it will leap back and forth through time and will pass through the previous movies. 
Ah, well, that's something we haven't seen before. Exactly. At least. Yes. Yeah. So that's the, the. But apart from that, we don't know who the main focus is going to be. Is it John Connor? Is it Sarah Connor? Is it just Arnold? Who knows? But that is the sort of general idea of things that are going on. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, so I'm guessing we'll get an, an old and young Arnold. Yeah, well, I mean, if they can do some very natty, uh, you know, clever technology sort of stuff and and, and bring some of the uh, original, you know, Terminator sort of footage or or stuff like that, like they did with, with Back to the Future, or kind of recreate it somehow, um, I'd be up for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. any, anything like that w- that, that really has a sort of uh, a stroke of, of thought behind it, you know, rather than just, okay, we're going to do, you know, some, yeah, you know, okay, there's another Terminator and we've got to protect this person and get from A to B to C to D. Um, yeah, and I'm sure there'll probably be a, 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 a bunch of that as well, but I mean, the idea of having this sort of chopping around time uh, idea would be uh, pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, uh, to me, it, it kind of says, well, the plot is literally going to be another bad Terminator is out there trying to erase events from previous movies so that mm. they don't happen blah 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 so it could it could get quite comical in places they, they have to be careful really don't they because the trouble yeah. the trouble with any time travel thing like that especially when you're talking about uh, basically enacting some kind of grandfather paradox thing in terms of you know we've got to go back to kill this person so they don't do this in the future you know yeah. it, it's actually one of those things that would be staggeringly easy to do um, yeah. Should yeah, if time travel is a is a possibility, and the the whole kind of conceit of of having to sort of do anything that actually happens in any of the movies is sort of you know you you really have to leave your brain at the door. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they how well they sort of sell the idea, you know. Um, yeah. And, and how kind of how well they sort of package it all up in the sort of pseudoscience that they're going to have to use to explain it all. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Well, we will just have to keep our ears to the ground and see what happens as it comes along. Mm. Right then, well, let's go forwards to Terminator Salvation, which came out in 2009? Nine, yeah. 2009? 2009, I think, yeah. Right, so directed by Mick G. Mick G! Mick G, who I, I put him purely in the Brett Ratner category of directors. Yes, and uh, Christian Bale came on board to star as John Connor, which was very odd because he was coming off... Well, actually, he wasn't coming off the success of The Dark Knight. He was coming off the shoot of The Dark Knight. Yeah. Because The Dark Knight came out after he'd... I think he'd after he'd finished... Uh, no, actually, when he was making this one. Yeah. Yes, because there was all that whole debacle about that uh, uh, bit of audio tape about him on set screaming at the um, the DP. That's right, um, Yeah. yeah. And uh, Sam Worthington, who was... He was actually becoming quite a name at the time, I seem to remember. He'd, Sam he'd done uh, Clash of the Titans, I think, by then, hadn't he? Or was uh, this before I, that? I, I can't remember. I think that was... This is just before that. Oh, okay. And then Av- Avatar at the end of this year, 2009. Right. Then the start of 2010 was Clash of the Titans. Okay, so had those yeah. sort, of, sort of three, those three big ones coming. Mm. So, well, the basic story, what? Sam Worthington in present day is in jail for murder... He gets visited by Cancer Lady, played mm-hmm. by Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham. Uh, and watching this scene, actually, there was a line in there that I thought was, was very cruel, but I quite liked it. And that's when he get, uh, asks for a kiss from her mm. and then says, so that's what death tastes like. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Before he uh, signs his body away. 
Now at this point, did you did you know what was going on from what you'd seen by the trailers and by the way this film was starting? Were you like, all oh, right, yeah, so he's going to be a Terminator in the future? Well, the problem or a guinea pig for uh, it or something. Yeah, I mean the problem is that the, the trailer gave a lot too much away, didn't it? Um, yeah, especially with him. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the trailer had him in you know kind of disrepair, you know, uh, kind of exposed, didn't it? And um, or some of the, at least some one of the trailers did anyway, and it was. Yeah, so you already kind of knew that he was going to be. So, but I mean, the only thing that was a mystery was how it all fitted together and how, how what, what part of in in the situation he plays. Um, yeah. And it was in, I, you know, I felt leading up to watching the film, I was kind of intrigued that that you know, especially reading some of the um, pre-release sort of articles in um, the, the film mags and stuff. Um, you know, the, the, the whole idea of it not actually being about John Connor, and it was more it's the film sort of centres on on Marcus Wright rather than Marcus yeah um, and I thought that was in- an interesting way to go because personally I was you know not that interested in John Connor at that point <laughs> you know so I was quite happy that that wasn't going to be the case although having said that then then you know hearing that, that Christian Bale was in the role it was like eh, that's kind of you know you sort of have mixed feelings about it because obviously Bale was you know very hot and you know, you, you know, it's like, well, with him in it, uh, maybe I do want it to be about John Connor, you know. Um, but anyway, something that bugged me about uh, when this film starts is even after you've got that whole scene mm. where he signs his, his, himself away, then you see him get put to death, and then you get a bloody screen scroll of information before we head to the future. Yeah. And I, uh, it's, it's one of my pet peeves of cinema is just having to read a whole shitload of information at the start of a film. Star Wars. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Well, well, that's stylized in a certain way. Even Blade Runner's got one as well. But um, yeah, a screen scroll because it's basically like, oh, it's probably too much. It's too difficult to get across in the actual plot of or story of the film as well to to set it all up. So it's better just to put it in writing. Yeah. Um, Or 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 via voiceover, or if it's Judge Dredd, both. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? I mean, it's like if you imagine. If you imagine Blade Runner without, say, talking about Blade Runner, if you imagine that without that little intro, um, you know, page of text explaining where you are and when and all the rest of it, um, you know, I, I'm not sure in that instance you, you wouldn't. Yeah, I think the movie would play just fine if you didn't have that. Um, same, same with the voiceover. You know, the thing that I mean, people are in the disagreement about that, but I think the film plays perfectly without it. Without it, but some things you need it, you know. And I think with with this uh, thing, you, you got when you got this massive jump in time from this one scene, yeah. Um, and it's really just sort of setting up, you know, a, a quickie scene in 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 the background, uh, you know, in the past to set up the character and the events in the future. I guess you need something, <laughs> you know. Uh, Otherwise, you've got to have some kind of special effect, you know, zooming into the future, you know, all the, everything breaking down and blowing up and whatever. Um, yeah, we've seen know. that enough already. In yeah, this yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and ironically, this is the actual film that's set in that time. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Well, well, we get there eventually after all this score. I, I, well, actually, I did put a note down saying Danny Elfman did the score for this one, which is odd that you you know you go from a small composer to an even more famous one. Mm. For the fourth film, it, it, at the beginning his music is quite good, especially in fact even over that scroll it's quite pulsing and it's sort of building to uh, a nice exciting crescendo until it goes completely silent and then cut to the image on screen again, which is in this case is the future. Yeah, where we get to see the future world. So I was like, oh, this could be a good score, but it it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't but mem- the- memorable. 
But the the wasteland we get here is not so much the wasteland of Cameron's film, it's more like the wasteland of Mad Max. Yeah, it is a bit Road Warrior, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, it's interesting that. I mean, they... they um, it, it, I think the, the change of composer, you know, this, the idea of kind of getting away from the Brad Fiedel... Is it Fiedel? Fiedel? Anyway. Um, yeah, his stuff uh, as well, and the kind of... That whole thing. It sort of... For me, it was... It seemed like a, a calculated move to, uh, you know, try and kind of break new ground in lots of different ways, you know, and that was yeah. one, that was one of them. Um, and again, like you said, this this idea of the future that they're going to is not the brink of going out, uh, you know, hanging on by a thread future that we've seen before. It's kind of a little bit before that, isn't it? Um, yes. But. But it, but it really is nothing like that, is it? I mean, there's no, pa- no there's piles of skulls anywhere. And <laughs> no, know. no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. no, it looks very different. And I, I think that's just down to, well, maybe one they wanted to give it, give them themselves a slightly different look to be their own fresh thing. But it could also be a case of budget. I'd imagine Cameron's vision would be a lot more expensive to put up on screen. Whereas if you just get yourself a bit of desert, <laughs> hey, it's there. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, this is we'll we'll get to it uh, when we uh, talk about the uh, the earlier movies. But some of the um, some of the uh, uh, you know future scenes in uh, Cameron's movies, you know, you, the 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 lack of budget in those movies, uh, especially the first one. Um, you know, is very evident in those scenes, and and you could not have done the whole movie in like that, because you know it really only uh, stands up uh, uh, because they're very brief, you know. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so I mean, they had. I, I guess it would have been too, you know, uh, very difficult to have that. But also, I mean, that that life that was sort of depicted in those future scenes in in the, the early movies, I would imagine is, you know, it, it it's it would be quite difficult to sort of make the film um you know expansive or or you know, epic in any way it when when you know kind of people are confined to you know underground sort of you know bunkers and um you know go only going out at night and you know blah 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 you know, all the all the stuff that you they kind of set up in those movies that you just can't move around in the day and you know uh, or any of that sort of stuff and uh, and so I guess I had to do something, but yeah, I, I think it is very, very road warrior, very, very yeah. Max, you know. Let's take a peek at the cast then. Mm-hmm. So, well, John Connor himself, Christian Bale, is very intense and very serious. Yeah. From start to finish, um, I was very surprised actually to find that John Connor is not in charge. No. It's not the it's not the hero rising from the ashes. It's literally it's taken him a long time to get there. Yeah. He's basically well one on the field a lot of the time as a warrior and the rest of the time he's a fucking radio DJ mm. <laughs> sending yeah. out his messages hey 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 this yeah. is Connor yeah. WK radio <laughs> if you're listening you're the resistance yeah now <laughs> uh, kick yeah. back to the tunes of uh, yeah Bachman Turner Overdrive <laughs> yeah here we go let's rock um, yeah yeah well this like like I said it's it's kind of before that and and you know he's not in charge and, he's, and, and, and I think this movie sort of seems to <laughs> play out in that sense that that it's le- it was maybe leading up to a second movie that would have placed yeah. him in charge and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Instead, which he, he has to answer to Richter. Yes. Uh, well, Michael Ironside on fucking autopilot. God. Yeah, yeah, phone it yeah, in. Yeah, this, this and X-Men First Class, it was just like, yep, yeah, you're playing Angry General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, never mind. Mm. Uh, a nice little. Uh, I know the the big stunt they were selling on this film. One of them, anyway, was the the helicopter when he gets in and takes off and then crashes, 
Uh, it's all one shot, but mm. it's actually uh, like three or uh, three or four shots put together. And I was watching it, going, right, how clever is this? And it, it's okay, but it is kind of showing off just for the sake of showing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. That it, bit. And I mean, do you like him in the role? Um, I, he is intense, but and I think that you know. Yeah, I can see why he lost his temper on set. He's yeah, because really he's in that. It, he? He, yeah, I mean, if he's in the method and all that. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it's the writing's not that great. So, you know, <laughs> like anything, and like any actor, you know, a great actor can be very much, uh, you know, um, hamstrung by terrible dialogue. You know, um, yeah. And similar, yeah. I mean, and admittedly, the reverse is true as well. In you know, you can have, uh, you know, really, really awful dialogue delivered really well, but you know, and you can you can sell it, but. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I w- I'm always reminded of that scene in um, I don't know which, which Wayne's World it was, or the first one or the second one. But you know when they <laughs> when they drag in Charlton Heston to do the the little cameo. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. Like we get a real. Yeah, can we get movies? a better actor to do this? <laughs> and he he said it reminds me of Wayne's World. I was like the Robert Patrick cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have so, you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not it's not one of the sort of things that I would say is oh I really like the fact that that's Christian Bale I think it's you know yeah. it's a bit forget but that but that's also to do with it him you know the John Connor character being you know sort of sidelined for for a lot of the film you know it's not mm. about him so um no absolutely yeah 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 that's right yeah I think well hey at least we got the Christian Bale rant remix on YouTube though if you've heard that it's great <laughs> I haven't I must check it out <laughs> the, the, the music version yes <laughs> yes uh, you know I, I don't mean to make fun of him for, for that because I know he's gotten a lot of stick for it but it's hilarious but he did pay lip service to it when he won his Oscar though did he because the uh, that was for the film uh, The Fighter mm. when he played Marky Mark's older brother who, yeah. who was a junkie yeah. and the woman that played their mother also won an Oscar that year and she won hers earlier in the evening and she got on stage and she dropped the F-bomb when she picked up her reward and then when Kristen Bell got on stage I think he said right I'm not going to swear like she did but you know I've, I think I've done enough of that in my career yeah. already <laughs> yes yeah. very good yes mm. so Sam Worthington uh, mm. I think is just a complete fucking charisma vacuum <laughs> and uh, although this is probably one of his better performances it's a hell of a lot better than fucking Avatar Jesus Christ mm. Um, um, are you actually a fan of Avatar? Um, I was. I, I, I really enjoyed Avatar, and I've never seen it since watching it at the cinema. Have you uh, seen Gully, the Last Rainforest*. Yes, yeah, of course. I've, yeah, I mean, all the, yeah, the, all those kind of. It's eighty com- minutes long, mate. Uh, all those, film. all those comparisons <laughs> were, were fine. Yeah, I mean, we, we yeah. I went into a lot of discussions with people who railed against uh, Avatar at mm. the time, and but, but I think you know, as far as Sam Worthington, I, I think I agree. I mean, he's a kind of a bit of a you know a charisma bypass but yeah and also i i always think that he um you know he's he's been in a couple of these movies where he's playing the sort of you know heroic uh you know warrior type and and mm. he's kind of not really built for that i i, I always find, i mean I, I hate kind of the fact that i'm so kind of focused on physique a lot of the time with 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 that sort of thing, but yeah, he um he just doesn't have the sort of physical presence uh, for me. He's he, just a he, young guy who's tall with a half decent figure. Mm. Yeah, he looks like he belongs on a Spartacus poster, and by that I don't mean the Kirk Douglas movie; I mean the fucking TV show. Sure, because yeah, yeah. they've all got that stupid, you know, just shaved down haircut. Mm. It is, yeah, he's okay. He's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't hate him in the role or anything. I don't, no. I don't but but I think he is sort of somewhat, yeah. you know. 
better, I think, was Anton Yelchin, who I was worried about because I think I'd already seen Star Trek, and I was like, oh, God, he kind of sucked his check off. <laughs> yeah. But here he was actually okay. But again, he hasn't got that much to do, but his appearance was, was okay, was fine. Yeah. He offended me, but, you know, he's no Michael Bean, but I was no, like, as, that... as a young version, a guy, you know, out doing his thing, fine. Although he did have a, a kid running around after him half the time. Yeah, I... I... Me a little bit. I thought that kid was pointless. Yes, he was pointless. Um, I I didn't like uh, Yelchin actually. I, I, only because I think that it, the idea of who you would mm. cast to play a younger Carl uh, Reese, I it just never uh, for a moment would I have imagined someone like him to be the the, the dude. Um, yeah. So for me, it just didn't work right from from the off. <laughs> and I'd com- like <laughs> John Connor would had your same thoughts as you when he met him at the end. Yeah, and- knowing that that's his dad, and he's got to send him back in time to bang his mum. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really. Yeah, you know, they're so different. You know, Anton Yelchin and Michael Bean. It's like you know, and and it just no, it didn't work for me. But then again, I I was also I suppose a little bit. Um, a little bit biased against him from the Star Trek experience as well, maybe, but uh, yeah. Uh, it was like, yeah. oh, there's that guy who ballsed up Chekhov, and here he is ballsing up Reese. <laughs> well, well, they, they have to make him a nice guy. They couldn't, like, you know, they could hardly make him a, a bit of a dick. Yeah. In, a, in any sense of the word, because the moment that John Connor meets him, if he was a dick, or like, you know, <laughs> actually, like, met him in like, the spoof version of the film, I guess, and, and he was a bit of a womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> And he meets John Connor, yeah. and he starts bragging to him about, we're like, yeah, mate, I've got a big gun, and next girl I tag, I'm going to get my brown wings. So what's this <laughs> mission you're on about then? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh dear, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he has to be sort of kind of meek and the nice guy, and like, oh, isn't he sweet? Yeah, I'll send you off to, I'll take you home and meet my mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, they didn't really. I mean, I don't know. There was. I thought there was. Um, there was opportunity to kind of you know go into a bit of that um a bit more you know um because they didn't really they didn't really kind of get sort of granular in any way with with that whole idea of this this you know this paradox of this guy being his dad and and all that sort of stuff i mean i suppose it, it, uh, at that point in in history he can't really talk about it to to yeah. Reese or anything but no that's right yeah but but I you know but it's sort of I don't know it's one of those parts of the whole conundrum that you sort of feel like oh man I wish there was a bit more dialogue about that a bit more kind of you know something to chew on you know yeah about well, I guess that's what they would have gone into with a sequel yeah maybe because yeah. you would have had a lot more of because they because they didn't meet till near the end of the film that's right so yeah. they probably gotten into that sort of drama in a follow in, in the next one yeah yeah yeah. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard was completely wasted. Yeah, as, uh, I'm not wife. a fan. I'm not a fan of her. No, but I mean, she was mm. wasted in Spider-Man Three as well as mm. um, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, but I, I don't know Bryce Dallas Howard from anything really that that she stood out in. Um, <laughs> I don't because well, no. I, mean, I know she's Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, but that's it. Really, I, I don't think she relies on her dad to get roles. I think she can act, but she just hasn't done anything really that stood out. I realized Lars von Trier movie. I think that's about it. I only realized the other day um, mm. the that she was in the one of the Twilight movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was one of these sort of bad vampires in in one of the 
well, a couple of the Twilight movies. But I didn't realise it was it was her for ages, and then all of a sudden it was, oh yeah, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Now, we get to see some early Terminator models. We which do. Are cl- clearly dudes in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked up who it was. It was Brian Steele, and he has also been in Predators. He's very much a suit performer. Uh, I looked up, what else? He's been in Hellboy 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Relic, he played the Cathoga. <laughs> oh, great. Played the demon version of Dracula in Blade 3. Does a lot of suit work. Yeah. yeah Brian Steele, so he's right. one of those dudes. Mm. What, what did you think of? Because that early one that we see fighting out in the wasteland, mm. I thought it looked kind of creepy. Yeah, it had a, because of the setting also, it had a it had a little bit of, I suppose, what you might now think of as kind of a bit of The Walking Dead about it. Do you know what I mean when I say that? It's kind of, it had, it had yeah. that slight sort of, you know, that kind of zombie sort of feel to the whole thing, especially, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, especially with the sort of raggedy clothes and the bit of sort of, you know, flesh hanging off the, the, uh, the the uh, chassis, yeah. you know, a bit. Um, <laughs> but I think that you know, for my uh, for my money, the, 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 there wasn't enough uh, Terminator action, and the the the, no. the idea to kind of have these uh, bikes, Terminator bikes, and yeah. to, and to, which were cool and everything. But but you know, they, I mean, they they were pretty cool as a thing to see. But but they really only were a device so that you could get something to ride on and you know <laughs> yeah and have a bit of a chase <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um, and then the kind of big giant sort of you know whatever that was the big one the big walking one yeah I like, yeah I saw that in a trailer and I was like oh fuck please not a Terminator uh, not a Terminator a Transformer yeah please. it's a big sort of yeah it's a big sort of auto <clears throat> and a flying machine and there's the things that collect people and that made yeah. me start thinking about the War of the Worlds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah I, 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 I don't, yeah sorry no, 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 go on. I was going to say, yeah, it, it it occurred to me that the, the, it was a little bit short on actual sort of, you know, T600 or whatever action, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would have been, it would have been nicer to have a bit more of that, I think. Because yeah. those are the things ultimately that, you know, it's the humanoid, you know, it's those Terminators, whether they're going to be in this film, you know, earlier models or, or you know, whatever they're going to be, that are, um, you know, ultimately what you really want to see. Yeah. And, um and I mean, you know, the 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 scene that towards the end where we get you know who CG uh, Arnold yeah. <laughs> happen, um, uh, played by uh, what was it, Roland Kickinger, I think. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, the bodybuilder. I just know he came in and had his face scanned so they could do that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Roland Kickinger, I think, or Kickinger. He's another mm-hmm. Australian Austrian, I think, uh, bodybuilder, mm-hmm. bigger than Arnold, though taller. Anyway, but wow. um, but that whole thing was kind of you know. It was almost cool if they'd managed to pull it off, but it just slightly wasn't. Um, but you do, you do want the Terminator action. You want that. That is what yeah. you want. And I, I could be sort of. I could quite happily do without term, Terminator bikes and Terminator snakes and. Yeah. You know. The only that. interesting about all that section was that you do get a, a part a section of the film where Carl Reese and Marcus are literally running from one useless situation to the next. They mm. barely get a break. Even when they find a bunch of people hiding out. Yeah. And uh, the old lady there gives the kids some food. <coughs> That's straight right. away they get they get attacked. And I was like, all yeah. right, this is cool. They're keeping with a pace that you're not expecting mm. but then it just all sort of goes to pot again later on um, it does raise a couple of interesting I don't like the whole prophecy thing mm-hmm. because of John Connor and I'm like oh shut up about fucking prophecies I hate films that do that <laughs> the chosen one or whatever mm-hmm. yeah you know uh, not interested I did like the idea of them beginning to learn how to control machines yeah 
I found that interesting, and I was like, all right, that makes sense because in the future they will learn how to actually control them fully yeah. before they start sending people back. So that was a nice little seed that they planted there. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. I put Alison Chains because they turn on a car and they're playing. It's playing Rooster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, but fuck me, they play that Guns N' Roses song later on, though. They do. Oh, it, we'll get it, to that later. <laughs> it's um, it yeah. Again, with these movies, it's a, you know, there's a massive conceit in the whole thing. I mean, this whole idea of of Skynet, uh, you know, and 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 the sort of sentient, you know, uh, achieving sentience and deciding that you know. Uh, human life is, you know, needs to be eradicated. And the idea is that, well, I mean, th- there's this conceit that that Skynet somehow needs some humans to not be wiped out, and therefore they're collecting and harvesting mm. and doing all that. And you, and and you sort of think, well, you know, actually, I'm not. That doesn't really fly. You know, it's like, well, mm. I, I always thought that was a bit of a a bit of a conceit too far. You know, a bit sort of. You know, really, they could, you know, but it's again, it's the same thing as I'm, you know, I'm mentioning the, um, the, the, the Starship Troopers thing in the, in the Rebocop podcast. You know, this idea of putting guys on the ground in in that film is is ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. But of course, if you don't if you don't do that, you haven't got a movie. So in in Terminator, it's the same thing. You know, it's like if if they were if Skynet was bus- you know business like and did did its job properly, you just wouldn't have any humans. It would just you know, <laughs> it would be yeah. quite easy to do. You know. Uh, so. So you didn't like the Arnie cameo? <laughs> I did. Had, I did like it. I like the fact that it had his old hairdo, though. Yeah, yeah. That's the bit I liked the most. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was a great idea. Um, and I mm. thought if they could have pulled it off, you know, absolutely convincingly, then it would yes. have been great. But I think the, the one of the things that it smacked of, uh, for me was that you had a situation where I, I don't know what I, I don't know what the budget was off the top of my head uh, for the movie, but. It wasn't staggeringly high, was it? It, it? it wasn't a huge, huge budget movie, I don't think. Um, uh, Two hundred million. Oh, uh, really? Oh my God! Well, okay. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that that is okay. I didn't. Yeah. It doesn't look like a two hundred million dollar movie. To yeah, me. that's more than Captain America. Uh, yeah. The Winter Soldier. Maybe, maybe fifty. Of that was just Arnold. <laughs> Coming in for the day to be scanned. Yeah, for his trailer and his stogies. Um, yeah. So I don't know, uh, but the th- if they would pulled it off like with absolute, you know, like it was perfectly, really, really good. But it, but it just it is a, the suspension of disbelief is just not quite. It's not done, um, and you do sort of think, yeah, it's just a two bit too CG, and it's sort of reminding me of. You know, uh, Scorpion King or whatever. You know, in in <laughs> Mummy Returns, uh, it's a bit. Oh my god, a um, little bit. And then of course, then of course, he gets a, a rocket in the face, and and his face gets all melted yeah, and off, then and then it's gone. Yeah. Anything is gone, and 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 that I thought was a little bit cheap. You know, in in the, this idea of of getting him right in the face. Yeah. Um, but I do like that the fight then ends up on the assembly line, yeah. which reminds me of that uh, fantastic teaser trailer from yeah. Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and it's quite good they, the the way they you know that they do the sort uh, you know the sort of reveal of the of the yeah. of the Arnie turn or the T one hundred. Well, well nice, to ha- nice to have him as a a bad guy again. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, the, the, again, the 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 other issue that always seems to be. Um, I don't know why they do this in these kinds of movies, but have, did you like? I mean, I, I I should have written down like how many times the Arnie Terminator um, 
you know both both before he gets his skin melted off and after how many how many times all he does is sort of throws <laughs> either either Marcus or John kind of sort of throw them against something rather than just you know crush their head crush them yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no no I I did notice that I was like why is he throwing them about. I mean, uh, yeah, just yeah, crushing them. He's got the strength to do it. Yeah, you? especially John Connor. He's made of flesh and blood. Yeah, I mean, every the whole time <laughs> I was watching that fight, I was thinking I had in my mind, you know, uh, mm. uh, uh, you know, wash day tomorrow, nothing clean, you know, <laughs> and that just punch into the solar right into his rib cage, you know, and thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, why, why isn't he doing that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, which of course yeah. he sort of. I mean, now you don't like the line "I'll be back" because it's been so overused. What about the other overused line in this franchise? Uh, "Come with me if you want to live." Mm, it's it's yeah, it's you know, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I don't I don't mind it. The, the thing you don't go <coughs> when someone say it says it. No, I don't. I, in fact, I don't even. I I could be I'd be and quite happy in the middle yeah. of an Ipswich cinema crying out. <laughs> no, I'd be quite happy if it if it didn't appear. You know, if it's not one of those ones for me that is yeah. significant. The the problem I've got with I'll be back is just be just you know is, is just Arnold just using it just everywhere, and yeah. and you know the the whole I'm back, which is even worse. You know, um, <laughs> I might be back. I might and, be back. Uh, six, yeah. The sixth day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> no, I, I yeah. Right. Well, we've got fucking oh half an hour on this one already. Mm. Yeah. See, it does work if you go backwards. Right. Yeah. I'll push us on to the end of this one. So okay. yeah, come then, because uh, John Connor gets hurt, and then Marcus does what? Donates his heart. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, all right, you're a robot, and you you want a bit of salvation, I guess, because mm-hmm. of what you've done in the past. But I was like, really? Are you just gonna go? Fuck it. Take mine. <laughs> God. Please welcome our next contestant on Celebrity Donor, Sam Jackson. <laughs> you want my blood? Take my blood! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I think it's... What they tried to do was sort of quite, you know, quite sort of, uh, you know, sort of good, but it didn't really... I mean, the little exchange between Connor and... Uh, you know, on the table, you know, on the gurneys, you know, where they have that little kind of, you know, I accept you kind of nod, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, I think, fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Did you hear about the proposed ending? No. That John Connor did die, mm. and then Marcus took his face ah. and became John Connor. Ooh. And then he would go on to fulfil the, the prophecy, the irony, irony being that he is himself a cyborg. Yes, indeed. Mm. Oh, so many questions, so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just go back to those... Um, uh, the Cameron movies and when you see him in the future like looking about with a scar on his face it's actually a robot <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah interesting really. idea but I think they wanted something a bit more upbeat yeah there's a sort of heroic uh, you know bent isn't yeah. it to, to it I mean uh, you know I, I didn't really do it for, I mean you know I came out of the I'm not sure in fact I did see it at the flicks I'm sure I did yeah I, think. I didn't yeah I, I did and I came out of it sort of thinking you know in oh. fact I've not seen any of these at the flicks oh man none of them nope ah. didn't see any of them well you know my whole deal about not going to the cinema when yeah, I was younger yeah, so yeah. I missed one and two I and mi- the third one I was abroad I think I was in Dubai about that time 2003 yeah 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 <coughs> Yeah. I um, I nearly didn't I, I saw two three and four 
four. I think I, I'm, I, mm. I, I think I was too young to see the first one. I was thirteen when it came out. I can't remember. I don't think I. Yeah. I think I saw that on video. And that was an eighteen. In yeah, it was. It's a fifteen yeah. now, but it's a eighteen. Um, it's amazing how things like that change from uh, eighteen to fifteen. Yeah, hey, I look at I look at that film there, and I'm like, actually, Linda Hamilton's boobs aren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> but I, right, yeah. different when I was young. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the 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 thing with that is that you know, I mean, I I've I've read a little bit about that. I mean, we're not talking about that movie yet, but you know, there's there's a few interesting things about the reclassification of that, but uh, and ha- and how they kind of do that sort of thing. Um, you know, because it does sometimes involve cuts as well. You know, rather than That's just right. just reclassifying the thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, and of course, it's desirable to have a lower certificate if you can get one. And if it's literally just a case of, well, we want two seconds out of this scene and a second and a half out of that, then they do it yeah, in, yeah, in, in some yeah. instances. Anyway, um, so yeah. So, rating for Terminator Salvation? Oh, well, I'd say it's probably a two and a half or a three at the best day, but it's a two and a half, really. I am two. Yeah, yeah no, this film's boring. Uh, well, maybe two and a half actually. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, it wasn't that insulting, I guess. But yeah, all right, I'll, I'll be nice and say two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. it, I think it was a bold way of stepping away from what had, you know, become quite a tired, yeah. thing. Uh, hey, the film was still a hit, but it's still taken them ages to get yeah. a sequel going. But we mm. will see. But we're not going forward, we're going backwards. So yep. into the DeLorean we go, uh-huh. back to 2003 for Terminator 3, which was essentially Arnold's last big leading role before he went off to become the governator. That's right. Jonathan Mosto came in as a director, mm-hmm. he of U571 uh, yep. fame, and also a film I really like called Breakdown with Kurt Russell which I think is film club worthy. Yeah, it's a good movie. I know that one. Yeah, it's very mm. good. So, you know, they thought he can handle his a bit of action and tension. We'll get him in. It was the same producers as the initial, well, certainly Terminator 2, the Mario Kazar and Andrew G. Vanya yep. of uh, Corelco Pictures. Yep. And uh, Ram- Rambo fame as well. Yeah, Nick mm. Stahl came in to replace Edward Furlong because Edward Furlong apparently was on drugs. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting because I think Nick Stahl's on them now. Yeah. <laughs> Claire Danes came in to star as what's the name of her character? Oh, Kate something. Brewster. Kate Brewster. Kate Brewster. Yes. Mm. Then we have some blonde chick playing. Christiana Loken. <sighs> yeah, Loken. Yeah. Yeah. What she fucking done recently? Oh, I don't know. There's, I know she's there's been for boobs. A bowl. There's, there's, there's <laughs> definitely been boob action. Yes. Um, yeah. She's definitely done a bit of that since. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so um, the yeah the trouble I have with that new Terminator model is it kind of makes the original films look stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, because how, how do you send back an even improved model when that's what you should have fucking sent in the first place? Well, yeah. As yes. opposed to Arnold, they're kind of making that a bit like Arnold really obsolete. Or was she sent back even further in the future? Yes, that's that's probably the, the, <coughs> the idea that's being floated there. So as say- you go, right, let's send someone back in time. And then you send someone, right, everybody wait five minutes. Is anything changed? I think the no, g- still the same. <laughs> Fuck, we better work on a better model and then send that back. I think, the, that, but that, but that was the conceit in the second one as well, wasn't it? I mean, that was the idea <laughs> yeah. with the T one thousand. It's like, okay, this is new. You know, uh, didn't work with the, you know, with, with the uh, with T one. I don't think she's as good as the T thousand though, because I, I, she's got mechanical parts and he was just all liquid. Yeah, I think. Um, 
chicken controlled machines and stuff like that though. Yeah, I mean she's a product of the of the sort of internet age and so she can kind of Yeah. You know, I mean this is the the sort of funny funny thing about about the fact that the the first two movies predate uh you know the World Wide Web and all that. It, it, yeah. it, in that you know, you don't have any of that kind of thinking. Uh, in what these machines can do, uh, uh, other than I guess the sort of well, that's true. This is the very first internet age tra- Terminator film, isn't yes, it? Yes, and she yeah. and she controls machines through that, and and she kind of uses uh, uh, she does sort of sort of, sort of sort of machine language down the phone, doesn't she? And sort of does yeah. a few things. Um, yeah, Arnold's one can say "fuck you, asshole." Yeah, and and <laughs> relax. Um, <laughs> uh, talk to the hand. Yeah. Oh god. Um, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. I, I it, it, this, this movie. Uh, I came out of this movie not happy. I have to say. Yeah, I didn't come out of this movie because I saw it at home, but I was still crying by the end of it. <laughs> but not in a good way, right? <laughs> oh, definitely not in a good way. I needed consoling, and I was single at the time. That was not good. So yeah, but I, uh, there was some there, there were some nice things to pick up along the way though. At the beginning, there's a nice shot of some Terminators in the future, in a James Cameron-looking future, stalking the wasteland. I yeah. liked that. Yeah, that was nice. I was like, yeah, give me more of that. But the rest of it, yeah, why? Okay, so we've got this the TX. Is that what mm-hmm, she's called? Mm-hmm. And the Terminatrix. She's, she's got a car scene very much like this. Say, hey, that's a nice bike, but instead it's like I like your car or something like that. Yeah. And then the boob bit. I I know you probably like the boob bit, but oh god. I don't. You know I, the the thing. Okay, right. The first thing. Terrible actress. The first thing that bothered me about mm-hmm. this movie was the certificate. Was the fact that they'd broken it down yet again. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, from a fifteen in Terminator Two to now a you know a twelve A or whatever it is. Was it a fucking twelve Terminator Three? It oh, was a twelve, shit. yeah. It was a twelve A or whatever. <coughs> yeah. God. And so another two hundred million budget, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, you're not going to get any of the kind of brutality of the earlier movies. You're not going to get, you know. No, not at all. A lot of it's off screen, in fact. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the, the you know, in fact, one of the kind of most, you know, ruthlessly sort of uh, Terminator-like scenes that that you know TX gets is is when she's kind of. Uh, you know, she comes to the home of the uh, the the young guy who's who's Kate Brewster's uh, fiance or boyfriend or whatever, and mm. and and you know shoots him at the door. You know, he opens the door and you know she she just guns him down. And mm. you know it's it's about as brutal as you can get when you're not allowed to show <laughs> the bullet hits or, or blood or anything yeah. else like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's quite it's quite good in that sense. But, but I'm, I get that she can look emotionless because she's got a model face and mm-hmm. she probably was a model before this. But she's doing far too much acting with her face when she's doing stuff. Like when she tastes blood to, you know, ch- check the DNA, which I suppose is a sort of semi-clever idea. I oh, loved that idea. Touch, touch blood, but the fact that she was doing the whole vamping thing, licking it, and then and then she talks to herself because she was like, "Is it, you know, are you Kate Brewster? Lick the blood." No, who the fuck's she talking to? She, she doesn't need to say that out loud. You know what? That that's I mean, her eyes don't need to sparkle like she's just taking a hit of cocaine. When I, she does I actually like that. I'll I'll, I'll 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 argue and defend that scene because that's the only yeah. fucking scene I like in this movie. Um, because I thought it was a clever be my idea because she she wasn't there to find John Connor. She had no idea that he was going to be there and and, pick right. it, and picking up this and she, you know she's after. 
Kate Brewster. She's yes. she's after the people who you know his subordinates, and so she's not there to find John Connor. And the idea mm. of picking up this thing, you know, and and testing the blood and it being primary target who she wasn't expecting and and her kind of flipping out over that and her kind of blowing a few circuits internally uh, uh, you know I thought was was a really good idea I thought and I thought they did it very well um I actually yeah. liked that it, it, it kind of I they sold that to me um and it's just about the only thing that did work for me in that in that movie really uh, I didn't like it cuz I was like if you're going to be a robot then be a fucking robot be emotionless that's what Arnold did so well in the first one was completely emotionless from start to finish yeah, and in the second one they get around it because he's got a, a built-in processor to learn how to adapt to a human, and he's asked to do so. Whereas with this, she's running around by herself and just you know getting all sorts. You 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 cut to the end, but her death scene when she's screaming in pain, going ah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, but the, I, I, I suppose yeah, but all this stuff is is definitely allowable under the idea of the fact that she's an advanced, more advanced model. Yeah, because it's it's not just the technology. You know that might become more advanced, or this idea of that she's got concealed weaponry underneath the flesh and all that sort of thing, or that she's a kind of combination of she's not she's not flesh and blood. You know, she she's sort of a combination of 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 T one thousand type sort of you know this this alloy that he was made of, plus you know weaponry and things that that can you know because obviously his the T one thousand's limitation was that he, there's no moving parts, right? You know he he can only be sort of yeah. knives and stabbing weapons, uh, you know all that <laughs> shit. Um, so she has this sort of the ultimate kind of combination of those two things. Um, and somehow manages to get through the time dilation device, okay. but we won't worry about that. Um, yeah. I, think I was just, I was just hoping for. All oh, right, well, cool. We're getting a female one this time, and mm. it's fine. She's got a cool outfit, but she should still be emotionless. And what better part for the role of someone emotionless than a model? <laughs> but especially that moment when she spoke to herself, when she answered her own question. Mm. I was like, yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, what about Arnold's new sunglasses? Oh <laughs> no, just don't even get me started on the whole gay bar thing and all. Oh god. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. The whole. I mean, you know. Yes. Okay. So perhaps we couldn't have had, uh, you know, da na na na. You know, we couldn't have. You know, we couldn't have had the sort of same thing with a biker bar and all that from from Terminator Two. I sure. I get it. We could do something else, but you know what you can have in this film though. Is comedy saxophone music in the background from start to finish because this is the fucking cannonball run of Terminator <laughs> movies. It's so ludicrous in places, some of the dumb shit going on. Yeah. I got a question for you. Okay. When Kate Brewster leaps out the back of the van and Arnold catches her <laughs> and he's holding her and she's like kicking about in midair. <laughs> But did they use a harness to hold her up, or is he actually holding her? There's no way he's holding her. Alright, okay. Yeah. Whenever you see, like, like in any of those movies where you see someone, even of Schwarzenegger's uh, build, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even in, and, and even as he was in the first one, hol holding someone up in that kind of... Like when yeah. he, you know, when he's dangling, what's his face, rat face guy in uh, in Commando over the, <laughs> rat face guy. you know, who was his name? David Patrick Kelly. Yeah, Sully. yeah, that's right, yeah. Sally. Yeah, when you know, holding him with one arm by the ankle, even a small guy like that. No, yeah, there's no way he's doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so no, she's on some kind of. Um, yeah. So, what about the car? Well, I say the car. The car chase with that big fucking truck. Oh. That was probably my the, the bit. Where I was like, all right, that's f semi well. It gets a bit silly towards the end, but the the choreography of, of it is not too bad. It looks quite good. Really, a bit a, a bit silly. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, a bit silly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I was like, all right, because I think that was him trying to do something on a level of what Cameron did. Let's have an extended chase sequence and just have all sorts of shit getting smashed through. Yeah, um, yeah. The, and let's smash Arnold the, through as many buildings as possible. The problem with it, though. The problem <laughs> with the it. The problem? <laughs> the problem. And it's the one that's... Yeah, it, and you can put it down to... This literally, this is the problem, right? And everything else is is rescinded after. You know, everything else is like secondary to this. Is that this is the CG age? You yes. know, when this is coming out, and so it's just CG boring. And and whereas the Cameron chase is, you know, they had to do pretty much most of it for real. A lot of practical stuff. Yeah, a ton of practical yeah, yeah. and a ton, and you know, then good good model work when they have to do model work and whatever. Mm. But but you know. And okay, so you've got scenes on with with you know John Connor on his bike where you know that he's not really riding the bike because it's you know it's mm-hmm. one of those rigs that you just know is you, that you can spot him a mile off, um, yeah. you know. And when you see Arnold jump the you know thing, you can see it's not him and everything. Blah blah. blah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least they did mm-hmm. this shit, you know. And and in this film, it's like, well, there's another CG thing being destroyed, and there's another CG thing being destroyed, and there's that CG bus or CG truck you think ah <laughs> fuck off <laughs> I'll tell you what annoyed me about that scene was the beginning of it where you get that guy where they they tell they hit that guy on the tail of his car and yeah. he gets out and he starts shouting at him mm. and you know you just know that this guy because he won't shut up you know his car is going to get ploughed through by that truck and it does yeah. I'm like what a what waste of screen time on that on that one gag, and that was a good mm. couple of mi- minute or ninety seconds though they were stuck there with this douchebag. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, it's just there to be laughed at, and it yeah. ain't funny. No. And it's a complete waste of screen time and budget, more importantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't work. I mean, it. it yeah, and of course, like I said, you know, you you have a situation where with this movie you've got these ideas or these themes of trying to sort of subvert in a comedy way some of the things you've seen. Before, like mm. the, like the gay bar and all and the glasses and all that sort of stuff, um, and coupled with you know this sort of uh, immense use of CG and everything, and uh, coupled with the 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 low you know child friendly certificate, meaning that it's not yep. that violent. And if you know it just it all just completely sort of erodes a lot of the stuff that was you know good yeah. about the earlier and movies. And they killed off Sarah Connor. They did, yeah. She died. I looked at her gravestone. Apparently, she died at the age of thirty-eight. Mm. I'm going to be thirty-eight now, this year. <laughs> now, wasn't wasn't that that wasn't Linda Hamilton supposed to be in the movie? And then she something I happened. I think and... they wanted her to, but there yeah. was some dispute, and then it was like, ah, screw you. Right. And that's why they got her back to do that voice cameo in the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, but this one no, just maybe she wanted too so much money. K- killed her off. Yeah, possibly yeah. killed her off to cancer. I think it was right. But it basically, it was she died not that long after when Judgment Day was supposed to happen, so she hung on and just to make sure that it didn't. Right. Um, Arnold, I think, is just phoning it in. Yes. This time round. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's not making much of an effort. Like, look at that scene when he has to bully John into manning up. Um, yeah. Don't know. Don't get it. And that psychiatrist that's there, that's there again. That didn't work for me. That was like. Eh. Yeah, Silverman he, again. He was his cameo in it was you know just again it was it was phoning in a sort of pastiche of your character you know that's right you know that that's what it is it's a complete joke just yeah running off yeah 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 um and and worthless you know it's not good um and you know yeah i mean the only thing that i 
sort of thought was halfway a decent idea with with Arnold was was this yeah. was the the revelation that you know he is the he was the one who actually killed him. Yeah, definitely. That's that was a good a, a neat idea. This idea that you know, well, actually, he was the one who did it, and then he was reprogrammed or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, there we are. Yeah. Um, the the other idea I like is actually the climax itself, where, where of the idea that Judgment Day wasn't averted; it was merely postponed. Mm. Yeah, we I, are uncancelling the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually thought it was it was brave to have the downer ending. Yeah, you know because sure. yeah, you could have had that. I mean, you were I guess you know the whole time when they're sort of racing into the you know that sort of military uh, uh, bunker and all that stuff, and 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 they. You know, kill the uh, finally kill the uh, uh, the TX and all the rest of it, and and they find themselves in this sort of ancient, you know, fifties looking, uh, you know, sixties yeah, looking place. Yeah. Um, you know, when that revelation happens, and and they you realise that it's it, what's actually happened is is they've been saved from the, you know, Judgment Day rather than in any position to stop it. Uh, I thought that was a brave thing to do. Um, it's just kind of, <laughs> you know, it's just a shame that. <laughs> that that denouement is on the end of a movie that was sort of a bit crap from beginning to end. Yeah, mm. I got a couple of notes about Kate Brewster. Mm-hmm. One, because I think when she she picks up a gun and shoots, his response is, "You remind me of my mother." Mm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but uh, I've got a note about this. Actually, just hurts about a lot of people that I see in American films, especially. It, it can be male and female, but quite often female. Why do American women, grown women, refer to their male parent as daddy? Mm, I don't know. Is that an American thing? Because I don't hear it much in the UK. It, I don't hear it, my male or female friends go, "Mummy probably, and daddy." It's probably quite a middle class <laughs> thing, American yeah. thing. Because um, whenever she saw a dad, she's like, "Daddy, daddy." I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, that's that's, that's wrong." <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well. This is just a, something that I've noticed over the years in the film. Mm. Yeah, but fair enough. So, uh, the one thing that I fucking hate about this film is Arnie breaking his programming. He's been reprogrammed by the TX to go kill John Connor, and John Connor talks him out of it. Yeah. Fuck right off. <laughs> and what was that last line he says to him before he, they, you know, when they go off? He says, we'll meet again. And I'm like, yeah, when you fucking show up to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a bit odd, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear! <laughs> he was like, "Oh, we'll meet again." I'll be like, "Fuck you!" That's when you're going to kill me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and of course, uh, the whole telegraphed the idea of the the fuel cell or the power cell being yeah, that's going to be yeah, you know, that's going to be how oh, you yeah, do it in the end. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. All right, well, yeah. we're, we're bloody. That's almost half an hour on that one. Mm. Right, go on then. Right, let's rate this one then. Mm. Well, so we're at three. Terminator Rise of the three, Machines. Yes. Uh, you go first. Uh, it's, it's easily a two. Yeah. Uh, it's no way ever going to be higher than that. No. That's in fact that's being generous saying that. But I'll I'll say two. I think it comes in slightly under. Oh dear. Uh, 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 Salvation. <laughs> so it's a two. Yeah, I go to Salvation two and a half. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I up to Salvation two and a half. Mm. So yeah. Two. They, uh, I'll say now. This is the worst one. Um, I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anybody considering the reputation the next two have that we're going to cover mm-hmm. but we'll see when we get there so Indeed. back to Terminator 2 1991 yeah. 1991 yeah. okay yes 1991 uh, this was the big film of the summer massive as was 
Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think in one country, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves came above this, but I think overall, worldwide, Terminator 2 was the big one of the year. Yes, indeed. Mm. So James Cameron, back as director from the original film, he wrote it as well yep. and uh, produced it. Co-wrote it with William Wisher. Um, Arnold, obviously, in the main role. Linda Hamilton, Robert Patrick, Edward Furlong, blah, 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 Brad Fiedel, Fidel, whatever you want to call him, on music. And, yeah, this one's, you know, its reputation precedes it. We don't really need to talk much about the actual plot itself because I'm, I'd imagine people know it yes. fairly well. Yes. But I will say at this juncture of the podcast that I have not seen this film for at least a decade. Really? Um, I've watched it. I've watched it again recently, but yeah. I've not seen it for at least a decade. I've not watched any of them in some time. And the reason being, this is a really odd one for me, I'm never in the mood to watch Terminator 2. No. Ever. And I like the film. I do like it. I don't like it anywhere. It's like the, it's like the Pulp Fiction effect for me. Yeah, all right, I understand that everyone loves it, but I think it's not that fucking good, but I do like it. Mm. Um, but the weird thing about this one is that I'm never in the mood, and it's because it's so bloody long. And it is long, I, yeah. I do think there's moments where it gets preachy. There are moments where it gets, it brings me down a bit, and I'm just like, oh god, get on with it. I think it, so the reputation is just completely overhyped. But at the same time, I do really appreciate James Cameron as a filmmaker. But then I'll say that about him with something like Titanic. I'll appreciate the work he did, but the film sucks ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Avatar as well actually Avatar's the worst offender for me that's the film that's the worst of his films for me um, but we'll talk about that one maybe another day Yeah. but this one so yeah lots of skulls at the beginning yeah yeah yep. it was There's definitely some really yeah. naff vehicles in the future <laughs> yeah, yeah it uh, yes it took it definitely took the um, yeah the, the, the themes set up in the first one and expanded on them and you yes, know, it was. It, it's it's the purest follow-up, isn't it? I mean, it's yes. to be expected with the same director and writer. We should mention because we talked about this briefly when we did our Schwarzenegger podcast. Yeah, but the, we were big, both big lovers of the teaser trailer. Yes, and the teaser trailer. This time, we didn't know where the film was going, so we we're like, "Yeah, Terminator!" But it was on the the uh, trailers that came to follow that you learnt that Arnold was potentially going to be the hero as opposed to the villain. Yeah, well, they they uh, they. they tr- I mean, this one of the things that I would would imagine. I haven't I haven't read anything about it, but I would imagine that Cameron, because you know, the, it, it was a really su- real surprise to me to learn when we were discussing and, re- and researching about um, uh, Prometheus. You know, to learn that that even a director as as you know powerful you would imagine as as Ridley Scott doesn't necessarily have power of veto or. or you know, directorship over the marketing campaign once the film's right. finished, and so this idea of of the marketing guys giving some plot point away in the trailers yeah. that, that the t- director's horrified about it, it that it smacks of that for me as well because of course the the thing with Terminator Two is that the whole film, the 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 whole kind of um, setup of the T one thousand coming back and you know and, and obviously they you know they they pick a guy who is reminiscent of uh Reese in terms of build and all the rest of it you know so yeah. so they kind of they throw you this you know they they leading you up a certain path and it yeah. and it's definitely shot to to kind of make to to make sure that you don't know which one of them <clears throat> is the good guy and which one of them is the bad guy until that confrontation in the back hall of the uh 
you know, the mall or wherever they are. You know. Well, I'll, I'll contend that very briefly in that Robert Patrick kills someone straight away when he arrives. He kills a copper. Well, you, he does, but you don't see it. He don't. You don't see the body, and you yeah. don't. You, you don't. Yeah, he could have just knocked him out. You know, he. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. You actually, I, I'll, I'll raise that point now then because I read the novelization. Mm. Um, before seeing the film and in the novelization there's an idea there that actually works well better for the novel but it's a, it is actually worse for the film when you think about it in that I said why isn't he silver when he comes back because uh-huh. in the in the book he is and then he takes the form of the policeman right so I thought why wasn't Robert Patrick the policeman and then he takes his form and I was like that just makes sense because he's made of silver and I was like well he could have had a human form in the future well um, and he came back as that so why not come back in a human form well I mean you know I, I suppose it, it could have been confusing um, I guess to do that and the whole idea yeah. also of the uh, you know you couldn't have d- done done him it would ar- have been a big reveal a big reveal coming back as a silver guy yeah, really. no, no, yeah, no, yep. that would be awful yep. mm-hmm. but with with the policeman yeah I, I, I mean I sort of agree in terms of you could have had uh, uh, I don't know well like I said I think the way it's put together and it's definitely the way it's edited together in this uh, for that mm-hmm. first section of the movie, you you, you are supposed to not know uh, which one of them is a good guy and which one's the bad one because yeah. that's the whole point is is that you know yeah. is is because uh, John Connor uh, you know he he knows what the Terminator looks like and so he's kind of you know sees him coming down the hall there with a, and and the gun revealed you know big shotgun out of the roses uh, box and that's you know nice. you, you nice little callback to the little music. Yeah. Uh, cue there as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, mm. so I think it's a, and so the some of the marketing stuff because obviously the the teaser trailer was great because it was you know it, I mean we've talked about that and it was awesome. I remember seeing that on the front end of the um, director's edition or the special edition of Aliens uh, video yeah. video, and I think I probably watched that teaser uh, you know at least as much as. The, the film <laughs> on the on the video, in fact, probably more. Um, and um, it, for me, I was disappointed that, that Arnold was going to be the protector character. Yeah. Uh, and I know that you said in our Arnold podcast that that you know to, to retread the first movie, you know where what you know it's kind of like where do you go? You know if it's the same deal as yeah. last time, then it's kind of a, a bit of a retread. So I, and 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 uh, yeah, I I agree in terms of it, you know flipping it around like that is was you know a clever idea, but. But I, but you know, I'm I'm always whenever I watch this movie, I'm always left hungry for bad Arnold Terminator, you yes. know, because that was what I really liked. <laughs> no, absolutely, and yeah. that's the that's his best role as a Terminator. Any any of these films, absolutely. I think it's uh, it is it's fantastic. The music is vastly improved in this second film, mm. but more on that when we talk about the first film. Yeah. Stephen's ad- embarrassing admission. Okay. Why did I think that the main biker in that bar was Donald Sutherland? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see. You know why I it is see. the voice. Yeah, he, he he's ha- got a very Sutherland voice. Yeah, he does. And in fact, yeah. it's more Kiefer than Donald. In fact, his voice. Well, he look. I can. I can absolutely see what you mean with with. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't think that's a terrible. Although, I mean, you know, at the time uh, this was made, ninety-one Sutherland was kind of. Yeah, already fairly oldish, wasn't he? Yes. Um, older, well, older than that dude in the. In the so that's my yeah, excuse. That dude. 
But he was uh, he was actually in Near Dark. He was the one of the the guys in the bar there, mm, mm. the one uh, who who they spill his drink and then spit it in his face and all that. Right. But yeah. see, this is the um, good thing about see the the, the bar scene. Uh, mm. You know, with, with Arnold's arrival, you know, he looks badass. He still looks great yeah, in all that looked, leather gear. Yeah, he looked great, and and, he, and that yeah. that whole scene is pretty. You know, it's brutal enough without anyone dying. That no, definitely. That yeah. you again, the, you know, the 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 suspension of who who's the bad guy is is, is upheld. You know, because yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he pales one dude's hand to the or shoulder to the to pool table, didn't he? And, and su- right. someone else knifes him in the chest or whatever. Yeah, That's you know, it's, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Now John Connor himself mm-hmm. is a little dick. <laughs> um, I hate this kid. Yeah. And and someone slap the mullet off that ginger kid that he's walking around with. Yeah. He's not in it much, yeah. though, is he? No, the, well, the little ginger kid. Yeah, no, thank God yeah. for that. Uh, th- this put me off that goddamn Guns N' Roses song just because it got overplayed at the time. Oh, and did, you yeah. hear it more than once in this. And I, I, to this day, I can't listen to that song. No. If someone puts on that, you know, Usual Illusion 2 album, I have to skip that track. I wouldn't listen to that album anyway, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't own it. I own Appetite for Destruction, and that's it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, uh, John Connor's a, yeah, he's a bit of a, a, a little dick, and I hate him, and I hate his bike, and his bike's got like 20 gears on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I go up the water, um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's got a top speed of about thirty five, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert Patrick looks good. And he makes yeah. running look good as well as a Terminator. He, it must be hard to act and run at the same time. I, I and, and pull like <laughs> no expression on your face. I remember seeing some of the bonus material on one of one of the many thousands of editions of Terminator Two on DVD yeah. and there was a thing where they were uh you know he was working on the whole walk and the run and how to how to hold, mm-hmm. hold himself you know um and it reminded me of uh, you know it did remind me of the sort of you know that intense kind of mime and and um you know the work that actors that like that do for these kind of things like your mm. your, your your Kevin Peter Hall and your and your you know uh, Peter Weller you know when they're doing their uh, working out how they're going to move in a certain suit or whatever yeah. and and his this you know when you look at how he walks how he runs and how he holds his body and how he kind of uh, you know he, he has a certain way of holding his head as well like projecting his head forward in a sort of meaningful manner and while still kind of you know it's you know it, the the physicality of, of what he did was really good you know I think his his, mm. his body language is great um, yeah. because it's not so uh, offensive uh, that it gives the game away in the early part yeah. of the movie. He's very na- more naturalistic, you know. But I love the moment when he tosses that lorry driver out of the cab. <laughs> yeah. You see this guy just bounce on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. good stunt. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. that first time, you know, the first time that they um uh when when they've I think when they've rescued Sarah and they've come down in the elevator and he's kind of he's just ripping the elevator to shreds and 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 mm. they they get in a car and they're kind of. You know, hightailing out of there, and he's giving chase on foot. And uh, th- there's definitely a, uh, a sort of sense that they, you know, I always think, I bet they're sort of thinking, man, he's really keeping up with us. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, and, and, he, and he jumps and actually lands on the back, doesn't he? The oh, car. Yeah. Well, yeah. he quite rightfully gave uh, Robert Patrick, uh, uh, you know, much more of a higher profile career-wise. Yeah, he got to, um, he got you know, to cameo. He, he, he aped the role a couple of times yeah. in the, you know, the years to come, a couple of times, Wayne's World, which we've mentioned, and Last Action Hero yeah, as well. Yeah. But yeah, no, he got a career out of it. And he's a good actor as well. 
Yeah, um, he got X Files in there. I mean, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, a ton of character work. I mean, Copland, uh, a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah uh, was what good. was the uh, good, uh, good, good uh, percussion in that scene? The uh, the, the Chuck Trace scene. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of groundbreaking stunt work going on in that, which is you know today you know it's like eh, whatever you know big deal a truck goes through a wall. Mm. Yeah, there was some good stuff. Going it on was there. it was the helicopter that was really amazing, wasn't it? Because they because it was most of that was done practical. I mean, in fact, almost all yeah. of it. Um, you know, and it, with, with all that, and um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to think of the um, what was the the, the alien abduction film that he did? Uh, the what? Sorry, the alien alien, alien abduction film. That oh, fire in the sky. fire in the sky. I thought he was great yeah. in that. Yeah, I mean, he's only oh, a su- supporting character, but like, yeah, DB Sweeney. Yeah, DB Sweeney. That. That's right. Yeah, and uh, there's I, a whole he, bunch of them. But he was the sort of main supporting you know yeah. guy in that and I thought he was that was a nice piece of work you know mm. um, yeah, yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. we yeah. like Robert so, Patrick I do like that Yeah. yes we do mm. we do not like the name Wolfie for a dog no um, no one in their right mind calls a dog Wolfie but <laughs> whatever so uh, he orders him not to be a Terminator anymore <laughs> yeah in his so squeaky Sarah voice is in the, yeah yeah oh god yeah. Oh, yeah Sarah Connor's in the old loony bin mm-hmm. uh, don't like the scene with the guy licking her I'm like oh come on that's like you know oh let's make a prison movie and the, the warden's sadistic and all the guys like to beat people up on a regular basis yeah type thing. Well, they, sh- they should have just don't like that the, the, you know at the end of the day you know they, they should have you know the thing should have been in 18 and yep. the guy should have done something much worse than that <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, no. If, you, if, someone, if you're gonna you do it, yeah. Done something worse if you're gonna that, be yeah. a bear, be a grizzly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm advocating that kind of behaviour, but you know what I mean. Uh, that was a great line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, pulled directly out of Cannibal Run. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. Um, Where's he gonna sit, huh? Uh, yeah, that's. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. The 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 different cuts of the movie kind of change the change all that as well isn't there's there's there's, there's uh either more or less of that kind of uh yeah. interactions with those guards um yeah depending on why does version. robert patrick uh when he kills one of those twins mm. i mean all right it's not a twin in the film it's meant to be one guy but it's mm. twins they're used for it yeah when he kills that guy why does he change back into robert patrick later on when he's just walking about the holes yeah, it's yeah, it's a conceit, isn't it? It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, oh, yeah, the, the whole the whole thing with the two guys, you know, using the twins, right? Mm. That I really like that um, because it reminds me of that whole, um, you know, the uh, I, I don't know whether it's even like an apocryphal tale or whether it's actually true. I'd have to look it up. But the whole idea of you know uh, of NASA spending twenty million dollars, uh, uh, you know, developing a pen that can write in zero g, and the Russians using a pencil. <laughs> you know that that whole kind of like real low tech solution, like yeah, yeah, you know, oh, we're gonna create yeah. these two guys that look the same, twins. <clears throat> just get twins, perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, yes, of course he would stay. He would stay camouflaged, wouldn't he? If if he really wanted to go undetected and get the job done, but of course he wants to look cool and be Robert Patrick, so you know. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Now the street talk in this film is embarrassing. I have never been a fan of the whole Asta La Vista baby mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. And, and that whole scene when the kids like later dig what and talking trash wise, I was like, this is embarrassing. Mm. I'm not that much at the time, not much older than that kid, and I've never heard anyone my age or younger speak like that, and never. Hey, oh, I've always hated that line, and I've always resented the fact that this film 
has made that line famous and a lot of people quote it all the time and a lot of films quote it mm. but not in a way of haha this is shit but they go hey it's a cool one liner I'm like I really fucking hate it although you know you, let's face it you, you, you weren't raised running guns in Nicaragua were you you know so no. <laughs> So maybe oh god, you know. the trailer trash bandito family. <laughs> yeah, he does. When they get the there, he, he shouts to his wife to go fetch the fucking tequila. He does. Well, I mean that 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 whole scene with the uh, the two dudes who come over to help him, you know, put me down, put me down, that all that stuff. All right. Um, yeah. You know, it's that whole thing about cool, my own Terminator. You know that yeah. that shit. I mean that was just that's there to just totally get the 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 twelve year old boys just off on on the, yeah. that idea, no. you know. I mean, and it and it doesn't play well to to grown ups, but you know, there we are. The the one thing that I'll say about his character that I will give them points for, mm. and some people might go, yeah, but a, a you know a twelve year old would actually just want him to go off and kill people. I like the fact that he wants him not to, that he is mature enough to realise that that is a bad thing. Yes, and I and I think it speaks to the character as in who he is going to be in the future, who he's mm. meant to be, who he will go on to be. I think that totally made sense because initially when it was like, right, you're not allowed to kill anymore, and you get that great gag where he shoots that guy and he says he'll live. Yeah, but. Um, but when you get to the action later on, like with the SWAT team coming in to the uh, the cybernetic, uh, the, what's the bloody building called? Cyber, uh, yeah, Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne, Cyberdyne mm. Systems. Um, I was kind of like, oh, damn it, no one's going to get killed. I know no one's going to get killed, so I'm not worried about anybody. It took away any sort of level of threat or fear, even for the people that are attacking them. And I resented that. Uh, kind of like with the, all right, this is a 15 now, and all right, he's the good guy now, so we're not going to get any of that hardcore 18-rated action from the first film. No. This is literally just big-budget action mm. excitement. I kind of was drifting through it going, yeah, but there's no, there's very little level of threat for me here. And the only time that you do go, oh, shit, is when Miles Dyson gets killed. Mm. And and quite unceremoniously as well, they just come in and shoot the fucker. Yeah, and it's the cops that do it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow, would they be that hasty to shoot this guy? Holy fuck! Well, uh, that yeah, I mean, this is the, the that I, I again we led by Dean Norris, we, I do believe. Who? Uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's brother-in-law. Oh right. Uh, oh yes, yes, yeah. Oh, right. I was wondering. Yeah, I, thinking, I think he's the leader. I was of thinking of Joe Morton. For, yeah, I was thinking of Dyson. But anyway, um, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, I, we spoke about this. I remember talking about this scene in, when we did the Arnold podcast. And it, it, it yeah, it, it this it's a definite thing about it that doesn't work for me. And the, this idea of you know they okay, so there's they know that yeah the cops have been called and they know it's mm. the big deal because it's this guy that they've been after. Blah 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 blah. And you know and they come in and it just you know even in today I mean this is. 91 but I mean even in yeah. today's uh, you know environment where you hear on the news quite a lot uh, especially in American uh, news you, you hear a lot of sort of stories of sort of police uh, brutality or or you know kind of police kind of uh, the overuse of, of power you know in terms of sort of you know uh, and all that sort of stuff and being over aggressive putting guns on 12 year olds I think there was one last week um, all that kind of stuff you do hear about that kind of thing but you do feel that when you watch the movie that I, I can't believe they just o- they just opened up on on Dyson. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he, they're not after him, you know, and he's the one yeah, who gets yeah, it. Yeah. And what I do quite like the, the, in terms of like what you were saying about yeah, it's only a fifteen and no one's going to die, and, and he's been mm. given this directive about that, and um, and so the peril the the peril and threat level is sort of reduced. But what I did quite like um, about and in a way it sort of redresses some of that is 
uh you know when she's uh so uh you know uh Sarah Sarah Connor's taken cover and she's trying she's like behind some bulkhead or some kind of desk or whatever yeah. and um and she smashes into a sort of cupboard and dents it when she you know in, in dive, right. diving for cover and when and the the sound mix when you're listening to the sound of all those bullets hitting and you know and just mm-hmm. and, and and you know these the metal hits of of bullets are ripping into this stuff that she's hiding behind the the sound mix is very good there in terms of it it really does mm. it, it it kind of really um amplifies that kind of sense of man they are just opening up letting rip on on there you know um yeah but i but i understand what you said yeah i think i think that it's yeah. true you oh know. i don't expect anything less when it comes to the technical side of things like that with a james cameron film in particular mm-hmm. <laughs> so well getting towards the end of this one anything you want to pick up about the end you know i hate the hasta la vista line revisited yeah. again mm-hmm. it's like oh give me a break did you like the takedown of the bad guy in the end uh no i think the i the idea is it has one of those tropes uh that is uh, you know it's, it's some, sometimes you just think well you know it's a bit lazy that they do this kind of thing where where when they you know they freeze the guy you know so he gets when mm. when, when he gets frozen in the what, liquid nitrogen or whatever it is and you know you just know it's not the end and you know that yeah. and you can see you know there's this, there's a it's telegraphed to you with a, with a few sort of shots of oh look there it's it's hot over there and oh look it's starting to melt mm. and no one's doing anything and you think man if you think it's going to all... someone get a yeah, someone get brush. a brush, spread the bits out <laughs> chuck them in the you know do something don't just sit there and watch him reconstitute and then take yeah. off that's like yeah. this terrible trope where you, where where you, you people who are in peril <laughs> hang about to look at the person putting themselves back together again, and you think, yeah, <laughs> love to see it. people running around with little blobs in their hands trying to chuck it in the pit. <laughs> yeah, the little blobs are like yeah. turning into spikes to try and stab you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that bit is, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's kind of uh, Sarah Connor is badass. Is she? Is, is she uh, for you? Like, yeah, she's like well hard in this one, or. Does she stand up to something like Ellen Ripley, or because she's got that reputation, hasn't she? In this one, it's like holy shit, she went all buff for the second one, and she's you know, I I like the fact that the character has changed. Yes, but I don't buy her as a, a tough guy. You know why? Because she spends most of her time fucking up and missing everything she shoots at. <laughs> um, yeah, and getting hit. Yes, and uh, in the elevator, she gets hit. Uh, she gets shot at least a couple of times. The idea of <laughs> taking her from the soft waitress of the first movie you know who kind of gets plunged into this sort of you know crazy scenario and changing the character into a hardened mm. you know sort of hardened uh, cynical you know damaged person and and yeah. the body transformation as well you know being sort of you know very uh, uh, not muscular but you know kind of lean and you know and all that um, yeah I thought that was a all good idea and I think it it, it was um Sort of became sort of somewhat iconic, but I don't think the character um, has enough to do, or just enough about it to kind of put it quite on the same level as yeah. Ripley. She's largely there for commentary yeah. on how she feels yeah. about what's going to happen, and then softening her up later on because you know she needs to be a mother. Yeah, yeah. A- again, yeah. Largely there for that, but literally, you next time you watch it, anybody that watches this that loves this film, you watch how often she fucks up. 
Yeah. Every time she gets hold of a gun, she doesn't hit anything, and she's forever being hit or stabbed. In the back of the truck, she gets hit again. Oh, <laughs> onto the sides, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're fucking rubbish." <laughs> <laughs> so whenever people are like, "Yeah, you're strong female role for uh, action heroes," I'm like, "Fuck off! <laughs> she's crap." Well. And at the end, she there's that hot, you know, that that moment where she almost kills the bad guy. She just needed one more, one more buckshot, boy, <laughs> and she would have had him. But uh, no. I actually, you know, the, 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 one, the one of my to this day one of my favourite scenes uh, in the movie is the uh, the scene at, at uh, Dyson's home where the um, you know once things have sort of calmed down and they uh, <laughs> and Arnold does the whole arm pulling off thing and that yeah that's great especially listening yeah. to Dyson and his wife screaming in high pitch voices I, <laughs> I, I I really love the shot when it when he pulls that sleeve off. And, yeah. there, and then there's a tight shot on Arnold's face with the, with the robot hand still glistening in blood and kind of mo- right. moving and and he, and he says now listen very carefully <laughs> and you think I am all ears <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yes okay I'll listen to you <laughs> I still say they should put a Wilhelm scream over him going into the pit at the end <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you mentioned it. You're not supposed to mention it. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we've gone on about this one yeah. for long enough. Yeah. So, rating, please, for Terminator 2. Mm. Um. This is the interesting part for me, you know, these two. Yeah. Seeing what, seeing what you think of them, because I know what I think. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think at the time, this... I would have probably come out of the cinema. I remember coming out of the cinema being, you know, thinking that I'd seen, you know, like like many people think I've seen, seen something I'd ne- you know, never seen before, especially with all the, yeah. the CG and all running up to everybody, see high five, high five, <laughs> um, and I probably would, yeah, would have given it a five. But I, but I think it, time has, in some ways, not been that kind to it. Um, yep. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I'd, so I'd probably put plump it down in a three or three and a half now. Fucking hell! I was literally expecting at least four territory. No, no, I think it's uh, probably, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm a solid three for this. I did uh, enjoy watching it, but all mm. the problems I had were still there. Mm. But I did at least enjoy watching uh, enjoy you know watching it. But I, like I said, it'd been ten years. It is. So there was a there was a little bit of rediscovery there for me. Thank fucking Christ! It is very difficult to, especially with children. You know, I mean, you know, mm. I, you're, I think you're even more intolerant of children in movies than I am. But I, even I'm. Not, well, I've, I've got nothing against children. Yeah, no, you do. When, when we've talked about stuff, you, <laughs> you, you, you tend to, you do tend to quite often go bloody kid, you know, and all that. You, you, you do. I mean, I've noticed you do this, and I, and well, I kids in the cinema, maybe, but not no, kids no, in no, kids in, you know, like child characters in movies. I, I we've, oh right, we, so I thought you meant like kids in real life. No, 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 no. Like, so the John. <laughs> this is the, why I never get asked to babysit. No, for anybody. no, 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 no. I'm talking about John Connor character. This idea of having a, you know, have, of, of pitching this story at a time when, yeah, when yeah, the John yeah. Connor character is an 11 year old kid or whatever he's supposed to yeah. be, right? And, and Die that, Hard Six has a kid sidekick. Yeah. So we, and then whenever you've got that situation. It's it's a hard sell on on an adult because you know yes yeah and and this is no different so watching it it I find that even though there's some aspects of uh, Furlong's performance that I quite like in places um, mm-hmm. and like you say I do like the idea of him of them of him having that uh, you know uh, conscience and all that kind of you know the integrity to to go after his mum yeah. and stop a killing Dyson and all that I like some of those things. But you know, at the end of the day, it's still a child actor kind of doing, being a bit annoying quite a lot of the time, and um, yeah, and you just want to slap him. So um, absolutely, him and Uncle Bob. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I actually, the, I, got, I quick, did mention quickly the, the the apocalypse scene where where she has that horrible dream about <laughs> the the bomb going off. Yeah. Uh, that was quite nicely done, especially when you see her body shatter against that um, fence, and all that's left is a skeleton underneath. Yeah, at the time, at the time, it was cool. quite intense. That yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. so yes, three uh, for that, which brings us full well all the way to Terminator 1984. The Terminator. The yeah. Terminator. Oh yes, yes pardon. Yeah. The Terminator, and I believe this was the very first Arnold Schwarzenegger film I saw. Ah. If it wasn't, I'm pretty sure it was this, and then Commando afterwards. But it could have been the other way around. Mm. But I think this was the first one. You know, I didn't see Conan the Barbarian. No. <clears throat> you saw Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, but I didn't even <laughs> see that for a while. It was definitely Terminator and Commando, or Commando and Terminator, but in very close succession. We're talking weeks apart. Yeah. And then Raw Deal, and then uh, Running Man, etc., uh, etc. Et and yeah, no, I love this one. Uh, watch this one. Uh, this is probably the one that I've seen the most. It is the one that I like the most. I uh, to say that it always oh, dated now is like yes, of course it's dated in time, but the idea is still solid. The performances are still solid. It's a bit slow in places. I think, even though you know the running time is probably one of the James Cameron's shortest films. Mm. Well, it says 108 minutes here, so well, that's actually longer than I thought it was. No, rewatching this was probably I got the most pleasure out of rewatching this one recently. Yeah. So yes, and uh, Schwarzenegger's performance is brilliant. Yes, I have to say, um, I really, really enjoy just watching him, just what he was doing. And there's, uh, but yeah, there's, 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 there's lots of things in here that are still pretty good. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah. When was the last time you watched this? Um, I watched it fairly recently. I mean, one of the things okay. that I, had, I, yeah, I have, to, I mentioned to you before we uh, hit the record button was that, you know, I, I felt that I wanted to kind of, you know, there was, you know, there's always these, this, this idea with when we do these retros that, you know, do you watch them all again? In preparation of, of talking about them, or not, mm. and most of the time we do, don't we? And, and I know yes, you, no, absolutely, yeah. you did uh, for, uh, for this one. I didn't. Oh, I, 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 des- I decided not to, uh, to to watch any of them again and base it all on kind of, you know, the fact that I've watched them countless times, you know, already. Yeah. And of course, the Terminator. I probably, I mean, I probably watched it reasonably recently, but um, yeah. You know. Do you own all four of these films? Um, yeah, I've got, well, yes. I've Out of all of them, uh, this is the only one that I might even consider getting a decent Blu-ray, you know, once I've done the whole, hey, here's the pristine version of a shit ton of extras. Yeah, I this would like the that. the one yeah. I would definitely consider getting yeah. if it came in like a nice steel book or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got se- but, um, several versions of it on DVD, because you know, there were so many that came out. Yeah, uh, but I literally... Go on. Sorry, I was going to say, the, ma- main, the main reason why I've got more than one was there were different... Um, there was a sort of different load of extras you know it was always about the bonus material for me yeah um yeah. and i know there was sort of several releases that had sort of more or different extras on so i would i, I remember ha- having at least two or three different editions um mm. but I, but yeah i would I, mean, I would certainly love a an all singing all dancing blu-ray of this uh, uh sometime yeah, but I, uh, literally straight away though, I, I literally got took right back to '85, '86, whenever. No, it would have been '86, I think, when we first, when I first saw it, perhaps. Hmm. Try to think whether I was in England or not. Anyway, but uh, it took me right back because I love those opening credits yeah. with the letters by you know going past each other. And yeah, pulls back to say the Terminator. I absolutely loved all that, and you know that nice uh, music cue. Yeah, uh, yeah, old Brad back on the music. Yeah, back on the music, initiating the music here. 
but um, and that's a solid theme as well. I have to say that the, the, the Terminator is. theme has lasted well. You know, it, it, I think it's it yes. holds up. No, the the theme holds up, but the music in this one, like especially when you get to some of the action cues, this uh, one right at the the final chase is so fucking retro and crap. It's unreal. What you mean the old uh, the old the old do 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. but uh, but hey, nineteen eighty four. Give the guy a break, Absolutely. right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the station rampage is pretty good. Still like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very good. Yep. Yeah. I know I'm leaping ahead in the you film, are a but bit, yeah. like I said, everybody knows this film, so we can just jump back and forth as we please. I was very impressed though with the dreams of the future. Oh yeah. And uh, the, like the living the living conditions you get. Um, and uh, that one, especially later on, when Carl Reese goes into that bunker and he's seeing people and he's like, you know, playing shoot, shoot him up with a kid, mm-hmm. and then has has a sit down and looks at Sarah Connor's photo. I'd like to know how he fucking got that. And then they get attacked with, by by some by a Terminator, and you get that great shot of this Terminator in silhouette with those red eyes. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that? As yeah, yeah. Talking through it's Franco at the end Columbo, of that sequence. The the guy Franco Columbo is one of the uh, Mr. Olympia, one of the one of, oh, one, one of Arnold's mates. Alright, right, and who are the uh, three punks at the beginning? I know, who, I know who two of them are. <laughs> well, you got, you got, oh, oh god, you got um, thingy jig haven't one you? Who, Bill Paxton and yes. Brian Thompson. I don't know who the other Brian one was. Brian Thompson. Who's yeah, who's the other one is just, just a nobody. Oh, I think. Right, okay. But I didn't realise it was Brian Thompson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's the one who gets washing the. Yeah, he gets gutted, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he gets pushed against the fence. Has he? Well, okay. No, no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Beg your pardon. Yeah. He does get gutted. Yeah. Bill Patterson gets shoved against fence. That's right. Thompson gets gutted, and the other guy has to give up his clothes. That's right. That's right. I love yeah. that. That when 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 <clears throat> that I first saw this film, and in the sort of full-on, you know, eighteen certificate and all the rest of it. Um, mm. I remember that scene in particular, just sort of filling me with dread. You know, it was like this idea of this punch to the gut being so forceful and lifting this guy right off the ground and then and then and, and you know and the way the way it's shot you know he pull, pulls his fist out and it's just covered in this sort of glistening goo you know and you think oh wow <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, no that's an, a great tone yeah for the character but i think michael bean sets a great tone for his because the moment he's there he's rushing about yeah and get setting about it's like he's used to living obviously he's used to living amongst the rubble mm. but like when he's getting chased by those cops he knows what he's doing he knows how to hide yep. he knows how to slide about the floor that's great and he knows how to steal a pair of Nike Vandal Supremes <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which was the trainer to have after that <laughs> when I was oh, when I was a teenager <laughs> oh you gotta get some Nike Vandal Supremes yeah I'm uh, not too sure about Linda Hamilton's big hair yeah well you know it's 84 what are you gonna do yeah <laughs> Uh, and her lovely little scooter that she rides. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I I still I got a real rush again out of the sequence when she's hiding in that nightclub. That fucking awful song playing in the background. Technoir. Even yeah. though even though it plays quite well because mm. there's a great bit where that scene when she drops something and she bends down to pick it up and that's when Arnold walks past yeah. and looks over yeah. and doesn't see her. That's right. Yeah, it's a nice little haunting part of the song there that works well for that moment. And then again later on when she sits back up, looks and then sees Carl Reese and then shits herself because she thinks he's the one that's after her. And there's there's a little slow mo bit, isn't there? There's a little bit of that's right. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And uh, Arnold punching through the windscreen is still a great moment. Still great. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm. Even when you know yeah. how, you know how they did it. Isn't he supposed to have like a, like a maximum of like fifteen lines? Yeah, there's not many. That's in the gun shop when he's mentioning all the guns that he wants before he blows away Dick Miller. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uzi nine millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah only what you see, pal. <laughs> like yeah. For plasma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good, and uh, and you know, again, we, you know, this film, uh, you know, it it, it doesn't pull, uh, you know, it doesn't pull any punches. It's an eighteen, and it, it, well, it was an eighteen, and you know, mm-hmm. the the idea of, uh, you know, just the brutal kind of, uh, you know, systematic, you know, mission of the Terminator. What would you, you think know, great. if they did a Steven Spielberg and he was like, right, we're re-releasing it, but we're we're making the effects better. And we're going to redo that bit where he pulls his eye out, so that the dummy you see is, uh, you know, a photo real Arnold Schwarzenegger with an eye missing. Oh well, you know. Would you be like, "Yeah, that's cool," or be like, "No, I missed a rubber doll." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, the the anything like that. Those sort of practical effects. You know, some of them, some of them still work pretty well. Like that, mm. like the 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 arm opened up with all the goo and the yeah. stuff that still works pretty good um, yeah. but yeah I mean the the whole animatronic Arnold head you know it's, you, you do have to kind of you know, <clears throat> yeah okay it's not quite right is it uh, but it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like watching the, you know it's like where we're talking about the, 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 the stop motion in Robocop you know I mean you know yeah mm. you, you, your eyes are now too well adjusted to, to kind of believe yeah, yeah. in all that but you, you know it doesn't ruin the movie I, I wouldn't want to see some bloody CG load of crap on there you know no I mean no yeah. leave but it there's some great effects uh, mm. the truck explosion at the end is fantastic it's enormous it's so fucking cute yeah it's yeah. great and yeah. uh, for me I was like shit that would still make for a satisfying end mm. and there's a great music cue when it's when he's all burning up yeah that plays yeah. well that but, whole you know, um, I'm gonna keep rolling yeah <laughs> that whole scene where where uh, the the you know the Arnold's last scene where he gets blown up in the truck, you know, and then in the wreckage you've got that situation where you, where Kyle and uh, where recent and um, Connor are sort of reconnected and they're sort of ga- yeah. gathering their breath, aren't they? And and behind them yeah, the, right. the Terminator rises up out of the flames. Yeah, that is and that's why that. Yeah, yeah, that's the scene, isn't it? That's the thing that Cameron supposedly had nightmares about, and which, that's which right, formed yeah. is, you know, uh, and uh, the that's idea. why the film is works for for keep rolling because you get to see that fantastic design, and yeah. it's still a great design. Oh, it's awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for, actually, I, I will. Uh, there was one shot when you see it clawing its way, well, clawing it when it's limping its way down the corridor. That stop motion shot, I'm not a big fan of. I was like, oh, that looks a bit naff now because the corridor just. Just looks wrong behind it, but what are you can do. What are you gonna do? I still think yeah, yeah, the rest of yeah. it is great. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I mean, I you know, I suppose the one one of the things that it doesn't you know maybe I, every time I watch it, I kind of wince a little bit. Is this you know when he collapses you know, after he throws on all the machines and says, oh, you know, the, the, all the machines will kind of confuse its uh, whatever, and he collapses. It's like his ancestors, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he collapses on the floor, and he's like, he's just ready to kind of just rock there. You know, he's going to say, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm staying. And she does this thing where she becomes the uh, the leader. You know, she becomes the oh, hero. I've got she, a, you know? a note here. Go on. And she says, you know, move it, soldier, and all that stuff, yep. and gets him to go. I don't like that. <laughs> I hate that. I've got that as a note here. On your feet, soldier. Yeah, on your feet, yeah, soldier. I, I'm oh, like, no, no, she hasn't made that transition no, quite no. yet. But I mean, I, I get that she needs to. I don't want to say man up, mm. but you know, yeah. 
take a bit of control because yeah, essentially she has to become she has to save herself. Mm. But yeah, that was very that line in particular was very cheesy. Cheesy, yeah. I was like, he wasn't brought up in a fucking army. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a bit much. Yeah. Didn't you say earlier on? Uh, um, you don't know how he got the photograph of of her. Yeah, how does he get it? Uh, John kind of gives it to him. Well, I mean, we don't yeah, see him. When do we? When? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I wonder how he got that. Well, he says he got given it. He tells. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah, to bring. Yeah, but uh, in that sequence when he's in the future, why yeah. is he? Ponting around with it because you think John Connor go right. You're going back in time. Take this picture. That's what you look. No, for. no, no. He gave it to her as opposed to no, no. When, when he's explaining to her about the picture, because because he's already in love with her before he even comes through the time. He he's had that uh-huh. picture for for some time, and he and what he, he what he's saying is that John Connor gives him that picture like long before he ever goes back through the the time machine, and he's had it. It's it's precious to him. You see because he's already oh, in love with her okay. and then and, and when it came time to someone to go back in time he volunteers because it, he's already in love with her that's the, that's the thing of it you see ah, ah. there we are mm. ah, well that makes sense cause I was about to go well why the hell is he having the picture if he hasn't volunteered yet because <laughs> John knows that that's his fucking that, dad that's right exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. and I like that it's the picture oh, God, that gets well, taken like at the that. end of the movie as well if you're John Connor and you're like here you go yeah. Son, <laughs> have this picture of my mum. Yeah, and uh, go fall in love with that. Oh, I don't want to know. What be doing with that when he's on his own. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. A beautiful last shot in this film when she's driving off into the mountains. It was it was almost like from a Ridley Scott movie, mm. just seeing the mountains in the distance with the storm coming. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And I do like the the the, uh, the final takedown of the Terminator itself. Although that pressing machine, obviously, they played around with the edit to make it last about. 20 seconds longer than yeah. it probably actually went down yeah for. yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's good I mean it's, it's it, it is yeah it's, it works very well that whole inset and the, the um, it's one of, it's kind of one of those weird things though isn't it that whole last bit of the movie with um, with the bits that they cut out of it there were mm-hmm. the, I, I can I have this weird I'm not sure I'm, I'm sure I probably did mention it actually in our final thing but <laughs> I had this weird memory of seeing a version of the movie very early on like when it was first yeah. on video that had these two guys dicking around with the arm and stuff of, of the Terminator that get, you know, the, basically dicking around with the remains of the Terminator kind of removing stuff and, and buggering off you know this idea that they've got these things and of course that whole thing's played out in the second movie when they find the the hand and the chip you know that, right. that they've been using to to develop you know all this uh, new technology and and you know i and i've never to this day seen that cut of the movie again and i'm i i'm almost thinking i dreamed it you know it's so weird and but but there was i i'm sure there was uh, a scene cut um you know bits cut from the out of the movie that, that where you know that happened but yeah you know Listeners, <laughs> write in if I'm wrong. <laughs> if I'm right, let me know. It's been bothering me for right 20 in. years. <laughs> so, well, there you go. Well, let's let's rate this one. You know, actually. Oh, we're uh, rating it already. Even, 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 even doing them in reverse order, mm. we've we've still gone much shorter on each one. Really? Because we were we were we were on the hour mark roughly when we got to the end of this uh, the third film, mm-hmm. and we're now 40 minutes on. So we've done like 20 minutes for each of the last two. Well, I can talk for a lot longer on Terminator if you wanted to. <clears throat> But we're okay. No, oh, I think I've said what I need to say. Okay. Uh-huh. Anything else you want to add? Go, um, go to it. No, it's okay. Uh, Lance Henriksen, woo. Uh, Paul Winfield, woo. Woo, yeah, woo. 
Yeah. No, it's fine. Oh, actually, I want, I'm going to mention something. My friend um, watches. Oh God, I, I should have asked him what it's called. He's got a you know HD TV mm-hmm. like myself, but he's got a feature on it that makes everything look like TV. Right. If you're watching a film and you put it on this mode, and it will make it look like it's it, you're watching a TV show. Yeah. And he did this to Blade Runner, and I almost had a heart attack and fainted in the room. Weird. Because it was like watching Blade Runner, the TV show, and I was like, what the fuck? That is awful. What is it? And I think it's something like it, it makes the it does something to the frames that makes them less blurry or something. Mm. Because, you know, film is obviously so many frames a second. Yeah. I think it doubles them or something like that. And I noticed it because he was watching something, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, oh, I didn't know Linda Hamilton was an LA law. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy fucking shit this is the Terminator why does it look like shit and he's like hey this is great this is the way to go and it's just the most shocking thing that I've ever seen I need to get the name of what this mode is called it's a specific mode you can put your TV your HD TV on and it makes it look like television and it's just the worst thing ever mm. and we've had no end of arguments about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there right, a thi- wasn't there a thing that like you know, literally last year or the year before there, there was you know, a new frame rate uh uh, yeah, for the Hobbit. Yeah, that's right. And, and I and I sort of this is the weird thing because I I reviewed the first Hobbit film in the mm-hmm. cinema and it was in the the, the forty eight uh, frame that's rate. That's right. Yeah, frames. And it looked like a fucking BBC Christmas production. Yeah, it, it did. You know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, great. You can see you can see the wrinkles on people's faces and stuff, but it looked like I was watching a, a Dickens made for, for Christmas special mm. that was on because you can tell that everything's a set and it just looked all wrong it looked really bad and it didn't marry up well with special effects either whereas last year when the Desolation of Smaug came out they'd fixed it right uh, whatever the problem was that it it made it looked a fucking lot better than the catastrophe that the first one was well it, it, but it, it, there's it, some suckers out there that think that if something looks it's like watching something that's filmed on video well the, yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna fuck with the motion blur isn't it that's what's that's what's gonna mm. happen with with doubling with you know me, increasing the frame rate you won't get as many blurred frames that's right so yep yeah it'll bugger, yeah. bugger with that and which which i think is part yeah that, that this is what i was saying about the stop motion when you get you know the reason why that looks so weird is because you know every frame is clear as a bell because That's it's right. a still image. Anyway, yeah. So there we are. Yes. yes. Oh well then, hmm. let's get a rating out of the Terminator then. Well, okay. I'm gonna. I, I'm, this might be slightly controversial uh, because I think you were saying when we first started talking about the, this movie, mm-hmm. you said, you know, I mean, and we've said a number of times, well, it's 1984. What are you gonna do? And yeah. for me. This is one of those films that the the things about it that you go, well, it's not if what are you going to do? Um, kind of, it, that, it's exactly how I feel about this film. So it, it's still a five for me. Um, right. But it isn't a five if I'm being very brutal. But yeah. I think it's one of those movies that's kind of managed to sort of transcend being super critical about it, if you see what I mean. Um, yeah. Whereas Terminator 2 did, hasn't for me. Whereas this one, yeah. this one has. So I think it, it's still a five. Good for you. I'm a four. Right. I've just always had problems with some uh, James Cameron's storytelling, mm-hmm. and it gets a little bit dull in places for me. Uh, I'm not. I don't, yeah, I don't have too much of an issue with the, the dated stuff. I, I enjoy seeing the rubber face. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing you go, you put it on with your mates, like you would Robocop yeah, or you yeah. would Predator. You'd, you hey, sci-fi classic. You put it on. You can all quote pretty much from start to end. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you enjoy the effects, you enjoy the action that's there. Um, certainly the performance from Schwarzenegger. You know I can't praise him enough no. for it. 
but it's just not my not quite my cup of tea and I don't know if it's to do with time travel or just some of the drama itself but it's not quite my cup of tea but it's 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 a, it's a strong ish film but it's my least hmm. favorite of the action franchises the terminator right what about yeah. see, the thing that i mean like, what i was essentially hmm. getting at um was that the thing that the things about it that i don't like don't i, I i'm just not going to allow affect the the, the rating mm-hmm. uh, but there are things I don't like I mean there and there are things that I, 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 I said before um, this idea of her phoning her mother when they're in the motel yeah you know it, it, you know if she doesn't do that they're away you know they're away they're gone yeah he, he won't find them or at least he, he you know they'd have to think of some other way of the, of him tracking where, where they've gone because that, that yeah. the, you know and it, so it's such a sort of that's a real kind of um, contrivance that that every time I see it, I think, why did she do that? You know, the only reason why she's done that is because the Terminator needs to find out where they are, That's so, right. so we can get the last act going. You know, um, and so kind of stupid in the process. And yeah, she looks <laughs> yeah stupid for doing that. And um, yeah, so I mean, it, but I think it's, I guess this the film has just sort of earned the right to sort of not be judged from me. You know, I guess <laughs> I guess that's it. Maybe you know. Um, well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Judgment day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No judgment yeah. day. Well, well, there we go. Yeah. Well, that's our look at the Terminator franchise. Then mm. I think overall it's stronger than the RoboCop franchise, oh, which God, we covered. Yeah. 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 But I, uh, but I, I would quite happy watch RoboCop any day of the week than any of these. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 There's. Mm. I don't have any reason <clears> to. You know, kind of uh, put put a caveat on the end of the five stars of Robocop. It, it's five stars. Yeah, you know, definitely for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll end comparisons there to the others ones. Absolutely. That's that one. We all, I'm sure, we'll find another franchise to cover soon. Twilight. Oh, we've done that. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, okay. I, I stepped out, and Suzanne and Lauren stepped in and uh, did that one in my absence. Oh, marvelous. Okay, good. That's the only podcast that I did not have not appeared on. Awesome. Yep. Well, actually, technically, you can hear a door closing at one point. That's me in the background. <laughs> that's you coming out li- of a room li- and then going physically back Physically leaving again. and metaphorically leaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening once again Thank to you. the Filmwork Podcast. Thank you very much, Ben, for your time. You're very welcome. It's late at night. Yes. And, uh, yeah, no, we soldiered through that. We did. And we'll be back again for more. Awesome. See ya. <laughs>